Welcome to the Assemblée Dance Studio podcast, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in growing and running your dance studio. I'm your host, Claire O'Shea, and I'm a dance studio owner and business coach, helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business, and become the go-to dance studio in your area. Do you love the podcast content but are looking to get a bit more one-on-one strategy? If that is the case, I really encourage you to check out our monthly masterclasses. Each month, I dive into a specific topic that is going to help you and your dance studio reach the next level. So if you're interested in finding more about that, head to assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Again, each month is a specific topic catered to you and your dance studio all about how to grow and create a bigger, more successful, just more streamlined dance studio. And if that's something you're interested in, you can buy a one-off masterclass. So if you can sort of pick and choose to what topics suit your interests, or alternatively, you can sign up for our membership to our masterclass, which is a discounted monthly price. So whatever you are interested in joining us for, you can check that out at assemblydancestudiocoaching.com forward slash masterclass. Now sit back, relax and enjoy the show. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any of my episodes released weekly. Hi guys, welcome to a special edition of the Assembly Dance Studio Coaching Podcast, the podcast that is dedicated to supporting dance studio owners on their journey to success. I am being the host for today. You'll probably know who I am. I'm on most of the podcast. I am Mariah and today is a very special episode in honor of Mother's Day. Joining us is our very own Claire, the host of the podcast and a dance studio owner herself. In this interview, we'll dive into Claire's experiences as a mom running a dance studio, uncovering the challenges she's faced, the strategies she's employed, and the lessons she's learned along the way. So whether you're a dance studio owner, a mom, or both, get ready for a heartfelt and insightful conversation that will inspire and empower you on your own entrepreneurial and motherhood journey. Let's jump right in and celebrate the incredible moms in the dance studio world on this special Mother's Day edition of Assembly Dance Studio Coaching. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me again for today's episode. Um, Mariah did the lovely intro of the show today, and I am here to chat all things motherhood and dance ownership and business ownership in general. Um, I don't think Oh, most people probably know Mariah doesn't have children yet, so Mariah's <laughs> going to be asking um, me a few questions today. Um, and, yeah, just sort of in in honour of Mother's Day and just sort of there's a lot of people who are dancing owners and also mothers. There's a lot of people who probably aren't, but it might um, just give you an idea, I guess, of um, how I manage things. I don't know. I always like sort of hearing behind the scenes as well. So um, even if you aren't a mother or don't plan on being a mother, it, I'm sure you'll find something interesting about today's episode as well. Awesome. I'm excited. So I've got around eight questions here, but we'll see what we get through and where the convo takes us. Um, so let's just jump into the very first question. So as a mom and a business owner, how do you balance your personal life with your professional life? So I'll just give a little bit of context for those that um, don't know possibly. So my daughter is turning two um, next month. And so the the conversation um, 
is from like, yeah, my, my perspective at this point, I found it a lot harder when she was under one. Um, so that's, that's sort of where I'm at right now. Um, so can you, sorry, can you hear Goldie's ba no. banging on pots? Okay. This is why okay. okay. I was literally going to, I was going to cut that out, but if you guys, this is just a bit of behind the scenes. Mariah and I usually do our recordings, um, at our local library. There's a podcast studio. And so I'm not at home, but, um, as you might be able to tell, my voice is a bit off. So we didn't do that today. And I'm just, we wanted to record this one episode, but my daughter is with our nanny in the kitchen and they're making Play-Doh, but Goldie is smashing like a tin bowl, like really loud. And it's like super distracting, but I'm <laughs> sure you can't hear it. Um, so how do I balance it at the moment? Well, I'm very lucky. I have a lot of support with um my mom in particular but my family as well like my sister is really involved and like will pick up goldie for me and um my yeah my mom does a lot of the uh, care during the week and like even my cousins like i have a really massive family and then like i'm one of my aunties so goldie's great aunts will come over whenever i ask if i need extra time um and obviously my husband he's very involved but he um is in sort of a new job. So that's sort of a, a bit of a season that we're in, but um, Goldie's at daycare two days a week, um, which is sort of the days I dedicate to like at a minimum, if I get work done on those two days, it's good. And then I have a nanny on a Friday. Um, and then my, so my mum watches her on Monday when I work, Tuesday, Wednesday, daycare, Thursday's meant to be a day for us. Um, and then Friday is also like sort of an overflow work day. Um, so basically I manage it by having a lot of help. Mm -hmm. um, any parent will know that even though they're booked in for daycare for two days, that's I don't think she's been for two days in a row all year just because they get every sickness and pass it on to you under the sun. Um, so, yeah, but I'm, again, very lucky that, um, well, sort of lucky, I, get, I made it this way, I guess, um, that my job is flexible and I have a um, team to support me um, if I can't work because she's sick or if I'm sick or I need to switch days around. So I don't have any set classes at the moment as well, which I think really helps. Um, Mondays, Monday evenings, I, so, I sort of do, but I can kind of move them around if I need to because I'm like private lessons. Um, and I think that sort of really helped me in this season not to feel um, overwhelmed, like I'm letting anyone down. Um, yeah. Yeah. So your your sort of way of doing it at the moment is splitting up your days essentially and then having a day for um, Goldie as well. And then obviously your weekends too is with your family um, also. Yeah. Yeah. So as well, I'm, I try and, and again, it just depends on the time of year. Like at the moment when I'm home of an evening, I try and put my laptop away. Yeah. Um, and it's, I, I say I try because like, I still will sporadically check in on Slack probably till eight in the evening, mm -hmm. um, just to make sure there's nothing. But to be honest, if there's an emergency, I know someone would call me anyway, so I'm not too worried. But, you know, if I have a minute here or there, I'll um, check Slack. But if I don't, it's not the end of the world. Um, yeah, but I, as much as possible now as well, try and make at home for home yeah. and then at work for work because I think that works better for me. Um, yeah. But when Goldie was littler, I, I sort of just had to manage both and, um, like, 
uh, I breastfed her for like the first 12 months. So they, she can't be that far away from you, which even makes it even harder. So um, now she just eats food. So that's really handy. I can, I, and I like, I go away for work weekends and um, I know like, and again, this is not a judgment um, on anyone else. And I hope no one also judges me, but like, I, I feel like I have kind of a good balance in that. Like, I, I have left Goldie like multiple times before um, for a night or two for work or for other things because I'm so confident in um, my husband's abilities as being a father, but also like we, Kurt and I have gone away together and left Goldie with my parents and um, we went to a, we were both at Hens and Bucks weekends and then my cousin watched her the other weekend. So um, yeah, we're just very lucky. But I know some people, like I was speaking to someone the day and they had like a three-year-old that they'd never left and that's, that's totally fine and that's like that but like I I have and she's only two and like I'm going away I'm going to Thailand at the end of the month for a week to do costume buying um I've never left her for that long I didn't really think about it because like I'm quite like I can be I'm my personality is like I'm like I'm sort of all in when it's happening Mm -hmm. so I like I'll miss her but I won't be like like crying because I miss her, I like I'll sort of only notice it when I get back. I don't know, it's weird. I kind of yeah. find it easy to be like, now it's for work, now it's for being like you're never not a mom. Um, yeah, I don't know if that's sort of a long answer. Sorry, I have a lot of snot in my head. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. No, you're doing good. You're doing good. All right, that was a good one. All right, from the let's go to the second question. So <laughs> <laughs> we really we really talk but that's great that's why you have a podcast because you're a talker <laughs> so the second question is what challenges have you faced as a mum running a business and how have you overcome them oh my god i i think naively i i did think what do you think it's the balance is that been a a big challenge being a mum and running a business or what yeah what what are some challenges you've faced it's look it i i don't even necessarily believe in balance it's just like Mm -hmm. trying to find what works for you and for some people like with a similar business like they they don't want to put their child in daycare or they they're not able to for whatever reason and and so they can only work smaller parts but like for me like I love working and for me that's a priority um and I still feel like I have a really good amount of time like I'm really mindful I don't want to get 15 years from now and be like I missed her growing up like I'm home for bedtime pretty much every night um like last night I missed it because I was sort of popping around but that's sort of been once maybe in the last month so um it's it's really hard because I know there's like people listening who teach every night and again that's not to say that what they're doing is the wrong thing because they might be able to be home with more with their kids during the day um it's just sort of what works for me right now I guess a challenge is potentially like is that like there's there's never like, like there's never a perfect situation like even when I feel like I get in a good flow like Goldie gets sick and so we're home again and it's like it's just it's just a constant shift and rebalancing which it's fine um and like I I just to be honest I feel like any of the um issues and challenges and hard times just for me don't 
don't really sort of weigh up because like the joy of being a mum just like far outweighs that. So I think um, for me, people don't talk, didn't, well, I didn't sort of, I didn't anticipate how tricky it would be um, in in that. And like, again, I, I, I think I, um, I assumed that, you know, my husband and I would be sort of 50-50, which um, we are in some ways, but just in time and like, transporting her to things and it just sort of makes sense her daycare is near my work so she's always with me in the mornings and he has an early start etc etc so it's definitely not 50 50 um but I when I started the business so long ago I sort of did that with the intention of having the flexibility so it has worked out um but people also I don't feel like talk about like the, the best bits as well so I feel like people like kind of talk about some of the bad bits and some of the good bits but I feel like it's just even like way more extreme on either scale if that makes sense Mm -hmm. it's like way better than you could have ever possibly imagined and then also way harder than you could have imagined right yeah cool i love that um your third question can you share any tips or strategies for other dance studio owners who are also mums and looking to grow their business so again this seems it could just be something that's not possible but in my opinion even like you to try and find some help even if it's just for one day whether it's finding a um nanny if that's something you can afford it might be you know daycare or um uh like what's um anyway there's like a, a nanny slash babysitter or like ask your family on a rotation to watch them one day i think um carving out a little bit of time where you can just sort of solely focus on your business and the work you need to get done just makes like well for me I feel like such better like mental clarity and I don't get overwhelmed because um well I do but not as overwhelmed because I feel like I'm sort of staying on top of things where (laughs) when I'm trying to do work for like five minutes between Play-Doh and Bluey and reading a book and being ridden like a horse like it's just a bit it's well the other day literally I was doing a slack message and she was like mommy ride mommy ride and I had to (laughs) get on the floor and crawl around like a horse (laughs) and neigh (laughs) so like I sort of make a conscious effort to try and like if she asks me to do something with her I try and stop what I'm doing um but again it's super distracting so and, and in both ways, both ways, you know what I mean? I don't want to be always getting distracted from her by my work. So I th- feel like my best tip would be if your circumstances allow, either finding family, a friend doing a swap, I don't know, with another friend or some type of care to have at least, you know, three or four hours of focus work, preferably mm-hmm. like once-ish a week. Mm-hmm. And would you say as well one that came to my head is – um hiring team members oh oh, yeah well that's yeah yeah, definitely that as well but again it just depends on the size of your business like so for us it completely Mm. makes sense because we have a really um a large dance studio but you know there might be people who are at the start of their journey um or I think as well I know quite a few people who either started dance studios or took over when they had young kids because it, it it sort of works in terms of there's not a lot going on at the studio during the day. So you can have that time and then it's sort of busy in the evening, potentially when your partner comes. Um, 
but that's something I was I always was told about from like friends in the industry as well is like when they get to school it's a different situation the only time you really see them is after school so I was always mindful of that as well and again I'm not at that stage yet and again the business might look completely different by then but um for now and in this time that I'm in that would be my best bit of advice but I know there's people who aren't comfortable putting their kids in other positions but so in with other people but even like for instance like at the moment I'm working from home and I'm just in my closet and so I'm here but I'm not so, so I can kind of focus so um that would sort of be my best tip if if you if you're able to yeah and and how do you think like being a mom has changed your perspective on like being a business owner entrepreneurship or leadership like has it changed your perspective what yeah I think it it does it I I empathize might be the wrong word but that's sort of what's coming to my mind I do think I empathize with like our clients a lot more um mm. on their situation um and not that I couldn't kind of like understand like I'm not saying people without kids can't understand like how busy parents are or stress like mm. it's it is like a human thing so you can find those connections no matter what but I think personally for me um I'm just more in tune with it now and when we're sort of thinking of a new program or um anything I'm kind of like oh well like for me that wouldn't work because like I didn't even know about like nap schedules and stuff. So when we're doing like the morning classes, it's like, well, it's not great to put, you know, a toddler class at like 11 a.m. because that's sort of when they need to have lunch to have a nap. Like I just wouldn't have even thought about that. Like potentially I should have just researched that because that really seems mm. obvious now. But there's just sort of little things like that that I just didn't really think about. Um, and when we're trying to like streamline things and I just sort of feel like I know what it's like having a toddler who's not really involved in any activities and how much information and appointments and running around there is to do and I have one kid so like I look mm -hmm. at our parents who have you know three or four kids in school they're getting individual emails from all their activities from all of the classroom and I'm just like that to be honest I, that will be Kurt's journey because I just that sounds nightmarish um mm -hmm. but yeah I'm just I think again we've like shifted a few things I think just from feedback we got from our parents but now I'm like oh yeah that like sort of makes sense to me where a couple of years ago I was like well this is important information and you just sort of have to read it and it's like yeah. well they're not they're not going to so yeah yeah no that totally makes sense I feel like you you now have more of an understanding from from their perspective too which helps with our team because um no one on our management team besides you has children so you really give us that perspective too um which is really great and valuable to to have um yeah i i also sorry but i also think from a team perspective like i have always had working with a large population of women like there's always been um people on the team who have had children and i i do think as a leader i i again i understood and I, I i i felt like at the time i got it like oh why they can't come to this thing or um you know being unsure about returning to work when like at the time i was like oh but like you know what like it's only for a few hours like i don't understand but um now going through it myself like again like they can be sick and all they want is you 
And it's just something that I, like, again, I understood, but I didn't fully appreciate, I don't think. And now I feel like I'm a more, like, empathetic leader. And I know that, um, like, when you guys eventually or not, like, if you any of the people in the management team decide to have kids one day, I feel like, again, it's just it's only from my personal experience, but I, I naively, like, I assumed that it was pretty easy to work from home with a kid. Like, mm. no, it's not. Mm. Um, and so I feel like, you know, it, 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 and then also just like when, you know, oh, I only want to take six months off and then I'll be back. It's like, well, that's a great plan, but let's just kind of revisit that because you once it sort of, I don't know, it just sort of changes everything. So I think I'm a better leader for mm. for the people with parents, but also like I also know what it's like to not have kids as well. So I don't know. Yeah. I love that. I think that's so good. And what a great, like, lesson that, you know, for your team and, and for um, our parents as well. I think that's so great. Um, I was going to ask too, like, do you, how do you, like, do you ever feel, I mean, I'm sure you have, like, so overwhelmed, like, so many things going on. Is there a way that you stay motivated and inspired, like, personally and professionally like do you, are you filling up your own cup like what yeah what, what, what if you can't see clear like in the face is that like hmm. okay so like <laughs> still a work in progress yeah like I know I should be like taking time for me and all of that and like you know I should have this and I should do that and like everyone has time for a morning routine like no, no. not everyone does like yeah my like sometimes my, my my little girl she's a really great sleeper um but like randomly you know last well last night she was like mm, it's midnight I don't really want to sleep anymore and I was like shocked to my core and was like please go to sleep um but um easier said than done oh I'm sorry I just lost my train of thought yeah. the cup thing I'm tired so I lost my train of thought <laughs> um the cup thing like I I try and you know exercise a little for me to make sure that I'm sort of maintaining my physical health as well I feel like and I was speaking to another friend about this who sort of is in the industry as well and she's really struggling her daughter's under one um not really struggling but she was sort of saying like she doesn't feel as connected to the business anymore and she doesn't feel like she's not sure even if she sort of wants to do it and I I felt I felt that on such a deep level. It was sort of, it wasn't, I always knew I wanted to do it, but I feel like there's like hormones in your body that just completely shift and under that age. Yeah. I, for me, felt it up until she was sort of like six months old. Like I still remember having conversations with my mom being like, oh, maybe I like, I think I could be like a stay at home mom, like yeah. financially aside, yeah. but like, I think I would, I'd really like that. Mm. And like, me a year and a half later I'm like absolutely not for me that sounds not for me yeah not your um no but it's just really interesting how and I definitely feel more like me well I'm I'm me again Mm -hmm. like I'm I'm me but I'm a mom but Mm -hmm. I my body is mine again my mind is mine again yeah I just I went if I've uh, and again other people might be able to relate but I I really I enjoyed breastfeeding until probably like the six to eight month mark and then 
I kind of felt like, oh, there's like there's always someone touching me and I felt I don't know. It was just, again, a personal thing. And maybe it'll be different the next time I have another kid potentially. But I, for me, but, and I kept doing it because I was like, oh, well, it's like, it's easy for me. And um, it sort of seemed like the right thing to do. But when I stopped, mm -hmm. I was sort of like, oh, like I, I felt like once we, she wasn't relying on my body. Um, mm -hmm. I felt like I was sort of able to step in again. I think my hormones shifted again and I sort of came back into myself a little bit, but um, I think, no, I don't, I don't take enough time or really any time for myself because in the moments where you have freedom, you prioritize work because there's, there's literally only so many hours a day. And yes, I could work out when she goes to bed and yes, I, but like, I'm probably not going to, no. it's cold at the moment. I want to sit on the couch. Like, and that's actually, that's true. you being you. Yeah, true. I do watch, um, I have been, I don't, I'm not a massive TV person cause I don't, um, I never finished watching seasons, but um. <laughs> I hate that. Literally, everyone on the team doesn't watch TV shows, and I'm the biggest TV show like junkie ever. And no one, I can't talk to anyone about it. I watched the new Bridgerton. I watched that. Did you? Yeah, the we, Queen we, we Charlotte. Chat about that. Yeah, but like I sort of do little things like that. But like I guess any and like for instance tonight like my best friends are coming over and we'll hang out and chat with them. And I guess that for me is sort of me time, 100%. adult time. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But I'm not like doing, I'm not meditating. No, no, no. But that, and then that's just not your type of way of like feeling like no. being with your friends and being with your family. And I feel like yeah. that can all fill up your cup as well. It doesn't have to be exercising or meditating or anything like that. Um, and then I don't know in terms of like motivation and inspiration, I I could be completely wrong, but I feel like you get motivated from your work. I don't know. I just feel like you, you love it so much and you're with the team and I feel like that motivates you in its own way to keep you going. Is that right? Definitely. I, yeah. I, um, I don't, and I was saying to Nick about this the other day as well, like I don't put parameters on the management team of like, having to be at work when or um having like if they want to work from home that's fine we have like i think we have one time each mm. week actually not even then we don't uh, some people zoom in so mm. i i don't do that um but i said to her like some days i go and if i'm just there by myself i'm a bit like oh like it just because yeah. i love getting the energy of other people and i find i can kind of work through issues faster so i do get a lot of motivation from the team um and just like in the industry in general and just like the business ownership. And I think again, now after COVID sort of the world's opening back up again. Um, so like attending events and talking with inspiring people, um, even though like I do this podcast because of like coaching and I have clients and like, that's another revenue stream for me completely openly. It also like is a great way for me to connect with really intelligent people and get mm -hmm. to ask the questions I want to ask. So, like, that motivates me as well. I just, yeah. But, like, we were talking about, like, introverts and extroverts. Like, I would say I'm, like, a, I'm an introverted extrovert. Like, I can yeah. be really out there when I need to be. And then when I'm home with my husband, like, we just love sort of, like, sitting on the couch together. And I, like, I have love spending time with my family and friends. But I don't have, like, a, I don't have a, a huge pool. I have, like, a small, really good group of friends that I see all the time. Yeah. 
Yeah, love that. I think yeah. that's great. Um, but can you talk about any like specific motherhood experiences that have impacted your business either positively or or negatively? Like, is it the same sort of thing where you said now that you can um, more empathize more? I guess that's motherhood as a whole. But is yeah, I, I guess uh, sort of answering your question, but not really. It sort of might be more of a tip for people who are listening who are potentially leading into this time of their life. Yeah. Um, or even maybe like thinking about a second one and sort of how they're going to structure their business. I think something that I sort of accidentally did well because again, I fell pregnant kind of during that COVID period. And sort of that was sort of when I started employing people full time and like pushing Nick forward and then you forward and kind of, sorry, elevating team members was that I made it really clear to people in the business that yes, I am the owner of the business. I love what I do. I am so like thrilled to do what I do. Love the kids, love the dance industry. Um, but what makes our business great is not just me. It's all mm-hmm. of the other people that I have involved. So I kind of um, kind of highlighted and elevated other people. So when I needed to take the time off, it wasn't like this massive like shock. Like maybe some people would have noticed that I wasn't there, but um, I think most people probably potentially didn't even know or care. And there might have been a couple who did, but like to be honest, they, they have kids of their own. They should understand. Um, but like, I, again, I saw this Facebook post the other day and I was just so sad reading it. It was this lady and she was saying she was like 32 weeks pregnant and she was in the hospital from literally stress, um, because it's like recital time, I think in the States, I'm assuming she's from the States. It could be wrong. Um, and she was saying that like, so she's in hospital getting monitored for her health and the health of her unborn child because she's so stressed. And there was people messaging her being like disappointed in her because she wasn't at classes. You're kidding. And I just, I couldn't, I felt like crying reading Mm. her message because she was like, what do I do? And I was like, well, oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Why did it be? We might need to beep. I'll put a little beep in there. Whoopsie. Sorry, you could tell I'm passionate about this. Very passionate. That's okay. I was like, first step, call that person, say, thanks for your time. You're out of here. Like, you suck. And if if she didn't have the, again, she needs to prioritize herself and her baby. If she can't do that, a friend, another colleague, like, see ya. Get rid of those literally heinous people. Like, no one, no one deserves that. And like, to be honest, no money is worth that, in my opinion. A hundred percent. So I just felt so sad. And I I think that, again, and she was like, I, I have great staff. And, and, and I think, again, it's not saying she's done anything wrong. She hasn't. But, I mean, I think I just really put in a conscious effort um, to kind of elevate and kind of gas up the people, other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and for maybe, again, during my whole pregnancy, I was saying, like, as we transition, I'm going to be taking some time off. Um, I've directed your email to Nicola. I've directed you and I just kind of, I helped train the team to kind of deal with it. So when I was away and again, I wasn't away for very long, like fully, but that was a choice I made. I didn't have to come back. It's just because I liked working. Hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. So if, if you're kind of going into that or you're considering it and you're the only person who runs it, I think it's 
time to look for that person who's going to be part of your team. You don't want to employ teachers to fill in haste um and i know not everyone always has that option but if you can you should like even the year before the season before try and start to incorporate those people in your timetable so that when you're not there it's not such a huge shock and you don't have like a mass exodus of people um and i, I want to say like oh people are supportive but some people are just just dodgy they're just, they're just horrible so um and again, there's some you sometimes you don't you don't know people are horrible until you're in this situation. Yeah. Um, I honestly couldn't believe that. I was just I felt sick. I felt sick for her. And I just sort of like shame on those people. They like Disgusting. need to get a reality check. Like it's literally dance class. It's nowhere near as important as someone's health. I don't understand that Relax. process. Yeah. Oh god. Yeah. Anyway, I so I don't even know if I answered your question, but that was sort of like one thing that I that's I a kind really of, good tip. That's a really, really yeah, good tip. And I kind sorry, you go. You go. I was gonna say it kind of accidentally happened for me because of COVID. Yeah. Um but now upon reflection, I'm like, thank goodness it did, because I don't think I probably would have had it set up to the degree that I did. Yeah. I think and and you were always really open with the the team too. Like I I, I don't know, I wasn't there when you had Nick and, like, putting her on more. I think you were very open and saying, I want to have kids soon. Did you or not? I, or just sort I of put so. it in like, the mind yeah. and created yeah. it a little bit. Yeah. And, well, like, to be honest, everyone assumed I was going to have kids. Like, I love working with kids. I was always open, like, oh, I want to be a mum one day. And then, like, my husband and I got married and I think probably people just sort of assume yeah eventually yeah. um but i definitely think i told the team like oh i like the plan is in the next yeah. year or so if everything goes well yeah um but and i think now that yeah. you have goldie too something great um like for us as a team is you're very transparent in what's going on and you know if you if you need a day or if you need you know the morning off or, or something like that you always let us know like we're not just be like Claire, you here? You know what I mean? Like you're very open and saying like, I'm I'm off today. I need a mum, like I'm having a mum day or a mum daughter day or Goldie's sick or blah, blah, blah. And it's very, it's 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 healthy for, for us as a team and you as well. And we all know what's going on and it makes us understand more. I mean, not to the degree that you know now that you're completely a mum, but like for us it's, it, it gives us a better understanding too of how crazy it can be and and um yeah and take take my hat off to you you're great Amazing. oh that's very that's very kind but <laughs> i do think again it's such a blessing having so much flexibility in what i do but as a result i think just i don't i don't know i never really kind of consciously did that it's just like i never I don't want anyone – I know. I guess I sort of at first I didn't want anyone to think like, oh, like, oh, not that you would, like, oh, Claire's at home just like watching movies or something. No. I know, I know yeah. no one thinks that. But you know what I mean? Like yeah. I just sort of want you guys to know like either like I'm going to be in in two hours, I'll answer you then, or like don't even ask me a question today. Like it's just not happening. Yeah. Um, rely on each other. And yeah. again, when the time comes when I have another kid eventually, like you guys are more than capable to do everything. But – Mm -hmm. I like being across and in touch because that's what I like to do. But I, I will probably very easily take, you know, I don't know. I was going to say like 
12 weeks but even that seems like a long time if it's not when you have a baby they're so tiny but yeah. i mean like to completely not check in i can't imagine yeah 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 no i can't imagine you either <laughs> that's fine that's just who you are you love it yeah yeah so, yeah. Um, yeah awesome um and then to probably finish off and, and round off today or this episode anyway looking back on your your journey as a mom and a dance studio owner what advice would you give your younger self i mean oh yeah you go you answer that for me <laughs> sorry um look i just feel like I don't, it sounds weird but i always when i started the business sort of had the mindset of like i want it to be established by a certain point when i have kids yeah like i i want i want the flexibility of potentially what a nine to five couldn't give me. Like I have a teaching degree. I could be a teacher. Um, and to be honest, and this is not to take anything away from teachers. They're incredible. Mm. And sometimes I feel like that kind of job and not teaching, but like the, the just, you go to work from like nine to five every day, you go home, mm -hmm. but sorry, teaching's not like that. My husband works ridiculous hours. So teaching is a bad example, but an, an office nine job, yeah. a nine to five. Um, to a degree, I know that everyone, anyway, whatever, I don't need to explain myself. People listening know what I mean. Yeah. Um, but you you never switch off as a business owner. And and even though, like, I was like, oh, like, I'll take 12 weeks off or eight weeks. Like, at the end of the day, I already know straight up that I'm not because I still have to pay wages every fortnight. And, like, you know, there's just things that you, you can't just not do. Yeah. yeah. So I guess my advice would be, if you're young and starting to kind of think about if again being a parent is a, like is a big goal and something you want to incorporate in your life it, it is life-changing so and so is owning a business so trying to figure out at what point you want to have your business by the time you start having kids I think is just going to help make the process a lot smoother and less stressful in the long run it's really and again but if people are listening and they're you know, they've got young kids, they're having a business and they still don't feel like they're at that point and they're worried. Like, I just sort of feel there's always changes you can make. You don't have to be stuck doing the thing that you don't want to do or, or like at the worst case, if it's not working for you and your family, it might be time to consider to sell or to bring on a business partner is something that um, I'd never really thought about in the past, but it could be a good option for some other people or, um yeah, just sort of reach out and ask for help as, as well, I think is it's it's okay to sort of tell people when you're not managing. Yeah. And and putting other people aside, what would you tell you? What would you tell your um, yourself? Well, that that you 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 the thoughts you had when you were nineteen all right. of setting up your business were are right. I love that. How cool. Well, no, yeah, not even the right word. But, like, I... Well, you yeah. had the oh, right yeah. intention. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. For me, again, some yeah. people, might that might not be for them. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Right. And I, I think just, like, finishing off, like, even this is our Mother's Day app and, and, and all of that, what is sort of your, your favourite, on a positive note, like, your favourite thing about being a mum and being a mum to Goldie and... Yeah, tell me, tell me just to finish up on a positive note. 
Is it? Is what I was saying not positive? No, no, it is. It's oh. just like very deep and very like oh, you know in depth. No, we're not being negative. I just mean like to finish it Classic off. Classic like me. Sort of a, a life. <laughs> That's probably the best. Tell me, I'm being good. Um, <laughs> so my favorite thing is just watching her like learn things and like experience something for the first time and like her interpretation of something is just like hilarious like anyone with a toddler will know they're just they're like well she's a bit wild but they're funny like the other day we went to our friend's house and she hasn't really kind of come across a lot of cats before and so she saw a cat and like screamed and hid and went no a lion because she knows because she knows we talk about like lions are scary they crawl and she thought that the cat was a lion but it was just a cat um and then (laughs) (laughs) but then she was like always like looking behind us like and i was like no it's like a meow it's different um yeah so just like silly stuff like that you just don't expect them to say that so it's so funny and they're just like they're so joyful and she's like just so like she just loves cuddles and you just know like it's just I don't know it's it's so and I know it won't always be this way but it's so special being like someone's absolute favorite person Mm -hmm. like I know and like you know like well I know like my mom is one of my favorite people anyway but it's just my best friend yeah I know I know that but it it is different when they're and they just look at you and they just like she would literally jump off something if I said that she should like she just has complete faith like potentially too much so like she'll be like mom and I'm like no really (laughs) (laughs) um yeah that's my favorite thing and just yeah I like I can't hate when I do this but I always I'm like oh like what do you reckon she'll be when she's older and he's like I don't know we'll find out and I'm like but like what do you reckon like what are you (laughs) into and he's like oh my god his his most hated thing is when I'm always like, "What if your your parents sent you a different school, and what if we didn't meet?" And he goes, "Always well, the hypothetical questions." I mean, like, no, think about that. They just don't think like that, and we but, do. But Kurt literally is like, "That's the dumb dumbest question." Like, I did go to that school, we did meet, and now we're married and have a child. I'm like, but like, what do you what think? If we did? <laughs> The coach is like, I don't understand. And I'm like, oh, whatever. Yeah, but, oh, and sorry, my second favourite thing is I love watching all the people I love love her. Like how much joy she brings to my family and like sort of behind the scenes. Goldie was born at like one of the worst times of my husband and like our life. It was personally, yeah, it was just horrendous. But even at like a day old like watching her bring joy to people mm-hmm. in their like most awful times was such, yeah. I mean she has no idea and she'll net well we'll tell her one day yeah. um how like I don't know it was just like the weirdest timing like mm-hmm. the best and worst um mm-hmm. so yeah she yeah just and again she doesn't she and they they have just complete innocence she doesn't know how funny she is or or sometimes i think she does now um <laughs> she'll say something and go like, okay. <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah i don't know it's just i always knew i wanted it and i knew that i would enjoy it but i didn't i didn't think it would be 
this fun and again it's 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 so hard sometimes and like balancing everything is some it seems impossible I don't know honestly how do people have more than one it's crazy um but again it's just you just do it like yeah and it's it is amazing and I know I know again some people are in you know single parents and all that I it boggles my mind like hats off to anyone listening to this who manages to do it without any support I I again it's not my experience so I can't even I can't even imagine um yeah. but yeah it's highly recommend <laughs> a review highly recommend. yeah yeah oh good and then are you doing anything for Mother's Day not that I know of um mm. oh that's in the afternoon sorry I'm going um to my <coughs> mum's and my sister is and brother-in-law are making us sushi which is nice oh, I love that. um we don't really have any plans in the morning I've kind of told Kurt that I would like to do something because we didn't really do anything for my birthday mm. so and also I mind we're at work all day tomorrow the day before yeah. mother's day so um i think he's got a day to kind of get his life together and um, get me a present <laughs> very good <laughs> uh, <laughs> so funny awesome well that is all the questions that i had for today's episode and um i just think it's a great way to speak to your audience on more of a uh, a different i know it was still talk business wise but this is definitely more of a personal um topic for you as well so um well done for just like opening up and being very vulnerable and because i know sometimes you know you know i don't know how to say it, but yeah so you can you know people judge at mum things yeah and I'm also mindful, like, during that conversation, I just remember I, like, already reflecting on it and I'm probably going to send you 17 messages. Um, but I remember being like, for me, for me, it's like everyone, they know because you're talking. They know they you need to feel you. like you need to put a disclaimer in. No, isn't it? Isn't it so sad? But, like, it is. It but is. I, anyway, to be honest, if someone was listening to this and judge me, I, I don't actually, it wouldn't upset me. No. I don't care and I know I'm doing a great job. So, right that's fine um yeah. and just like i think i think i think well i always think sometimes naturally your first reaction is to judge but as long as you kind of pull yourself up and have like you know you kind of i always like if, if my first reaction is to be like oh well like i don't agree i'd be like mm, well like why did i think that and mm. then kind of like have better self-talk so i'm trying to teach my brain not to kind of be quick to judge and often yeah. there's things that you know maybe you grew up with or that's not the way and like there's yeah anyway but i if someone yeah listening to this and anyway we have the best coolest listeners so Me i'm sure too. everyone was listening even if they're not parents or they don't want to be or they are and they have a completely situation different situation i'm sure there's maybe some morsel of truth um in this for everyone listening and whether they listen and think that i'm a nutcase well it is what it is. Isn't it? I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that sort of wraps out our Mother's Day special. Um, we just want to say a massive happy Mother's Day to all of the incredible mums listening, all the incredible mums around us and the, the women around us and supporting us every day. And also, like, just even the dance industry like mm. teachers and studio owners are like 
step in mums for like hundreds of thousands of children yeah. across yeah. the world. So like even there's people who potentially like don't want kids or maybe even can't have like they are being mothers in one way or another every day in the in the dance in, in, the, in you know in the studio and outside you know helping with decisions and um supporting them and like it's just it is a blessing and it's also like a lot of stress and I know it can be um a lot of work for people but just pretty much every person in our industry has an impact in in some kind of motherly figure even if they are not a mother so um amazing 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 yeah well, that sort of wraps up our episode today. I hope you guys all enjoyed it. I hope you enjoyed me being the host for the day. And, you did um, a great job, Mariah. Great hosting. Thank you. So we will see you in the next episode. Next Bye. Thank you for listening to the Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching Podcast with your host, me, Claire O'Shea. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it on your stories on Instagram and tag the show or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Assemblée Dance Studio Coaching. Tune in next week for another episode all about helping you grow your dance studio simply and successfully so you can reach more students, grow your business and become the go-to dance studio in your area. See you then.